Bunnies TV is proudly brought to you by Daryl Lee, George's Cameras, Site Pizza, The Juniors Gripper Clubs, Dot Build Constructions, NG Farrah. I don't know if that one's working, but... Bunnaby Water and Blast Pit. Welcome to Bunnies TV and our round one preview of the Sharks and the Rabbitohs this coming Saturday night, 7.35 at Point Bet Stadium. And Mavo JD has named a strong lineup, and we'll go through that lineup a little bit later in the show. But more importantly, what's on the show, Mavo? All right, so I'm just checking. It's gone. We've gone live. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. Yes, what's on the show? We are going to preview the Rabbitohs v Sharks clash on Saturday night. Round one of NRL. The footy's back, and I'm excited. We're also going to go through the players. Every player in every position. We're going to have a look at the Pathways teams. We are also going to talk about George Piggins as a life member. And he was at Redfern today. I had a little chat to him. We're going to cover Neuroflex and also a bit of sponsor stuff with Site Pizza giving away a free pizza every week for the rest of the year, for a whole year. How so good is that? That's good. It's it's an exciting. It's, it's going to be drawn on Friday night too. So make sure you get in and uh, jump on to our Instagram pages and Facebook pages. Make sure you follow Site Pizza and Bunnies TV and tag a few people as well. Tag a few mates that might want to win that pizza. There are some conditions there as well, Maver. Yeah, they are. But Chaps is an air. He's in Thailand and we know he's watching. So shout out to you, Chaps. He's home on Saturday, I think, just in time for the footy. A couple of other things. So we've got a new laptop. The old one crashed yesterday when we tried to go live a couple of times. We had a few goes at it. We had three goes and they all failed. But anyway, you don't want to hear about our failures, only the winners. And we've got Karina Haza again. Good morning from Germany. Good afternoon to you, Mayvel and Brownie. So thank you, Karina. So we've also got... She's a, new... a loyal member, isn't she? She is. She loves the show. She loves the Rabbitohs. And if you see here, our new banner has got Site Pizza and our new sponsor, which is Dot Build Constructions there, right behind my big lemon spread. But yeah, so we'll get on with the show. And don't forget Blast Pit as well, who oh, aren't Pit. on our banner. Yep. Uh, we got the banner made before Blast Pit came on board. Yep. But yeah, very uh, grateful for all our sponsors and... Uh, who have been with us through thick and thin. Yep. So I wrote an article for Team List Tuesday and went through um, a few things. I actually wrote another article for the Warren, which was called um, Winning Mentality. And Tony Graham said, yeah, the boys. And so we will try and talk to you as we live chat and do the show. Um, Yeah, so the Winning Mentality was, they were talking about the influence of assistant coach Sam Burgess on the team and I look back at the last time we played Cronulla we hammered them in the semi-final and sent them on their mad Monday so they were a good side though last year they were one of the most consistent sides and for us to put them away like that that would have hurt them and we haven't won at Shark Park since 2014 now Josh Kemp told us that in an article that he wrote for bunniestv.au but look I went back and had a look in that game, Cameron Murray, he killed him. He had a 10 out of 10 performance, carved up the Sharks. They had no answer for him. He took that form into the World Cup, and look what he did. Four tries, I think, and every country across the globe couldn't handle him. Fast forward to the Charity Shield. He was on fire again, and I spoke to JD at the Rabbitohs launch that we went to the other night, and he said that over the last few seasons... Cameron's had a few injury worries, a shoulder he took into the season. This year, no such injury worries exist, and he could be in for a big year, Brownie. Oh, look, how good is he? Uh, he's unbelievable, and we'll speak a little bit more about Cameron Murray later in the show when we go through all of the players' previews from 1 to 17. And mm. um, But, yeah, just speaking of um, yeah, wins and losses, we haven't actually won a round one game since we beat the Sharks in 2020. So generally it's a yeah. a slow start for the Rabbitohs, but going by the Charity Shield from what we've seen in the first 50 minutes, if we can play like that against the Sharks this coming Saturday night, um, I'm expecting a win and uh, to break that hoodoo of not uh, winning a round one game well, since 2020. Well, Nico Hines is out. That's a big loss for them. And um, I think 
we've got here that this will be our third year in a row we'll be playing away for round one, which, how do they work that out? Th- three years we don't get a home game? Come on. Better be next year or they'll be held to pay? Well, it is, especially when um, for the last couple of years we've run deep into the finals. I mean, last year we were one game away from making the grand final. The year before we were in the grand final. Mm. And um, the year before that, once again, a, a one game away from being in the grand final. So for a team who performs week in, week out, to not get a home game for their fans mm. is a little bit... Not fair. Well, Chaps has said from Thailand that it's not a fair draw. And like I said, Josh Kemp mentioned that we haven't beaten them since 2014, that magic year when we won the grand final. And we beat them 18-0 that night. I've dug up a photo of of Kurosami Alval bursting into the clear. I think he scored a try in that game. And Chaps remembers it as an atrocious conditions night. So it was probably pouring rain and... A and, a bit, and a big southerly uh, from all reports down there at Shark Park, mm. uh, especially back then. Uh, the grandstand mightn't have been built then, nah. blocking the wind. Yeah, um, It is a treacherous ground to go to to try and win on a Saturday night. Yep, uh, We've tried it many a times, Mavo, you and I, myself, uh, to go down there. And like uh, Chap said, if it's howling conditions, it's uh, very hard to play. And uh, Cronulla have definitely got that advantage, that home Ground advantage exactly. if the conditions are going to be like that. Yeah, I spoke to Gus Gallon at training. He, he's a great supporter of the club and the show, and he said he's not going to Shark Park even though he lives over that way. <laughs> Bridget Weiss was the same. She said, no, nah, not going there. There's a lot of supporters that aren't real happy with the Shark supporters. And But anyway, well, I'll find out because I'm going. I mean, the missus are going. I got the last couple of tickets last night. Now, James Bryant said he's so excited for the season. You can live chat with us, by the way, if you're watching this. There's a live chat button at the bottom. Carol Benson said, the new, comp- the new computer's working well. Now, thank you very much, Carol. Now, if you are live chatting, you can. there's a little dollar sign down the bottom right. You can give us a donation, a couple of bucks, $1, $10, whatever you feel like. Um, That's all appreciated. You can also become a channel member of this uh, show, and you get exclusive content that we keep for behind the scenes for just our members. It's only 6 bucks a month, the first category, and so it's quite cheap. You can support us here on the show. Before we move on, We are proudly supported by Daryl Lee. You can see him up there in the banner. And this month, we are promoting the Bilby, the chocolate Bilbies for Easter that's coming up early April. Mm. So get into Woolies. They're exclusive to Woolies. And 10 cents from each sale of the Bilby goes to the Save the Bilby Fund. And what I like about them, Brownie, is that they're a little Aussie animal. So why go buy a, a rabbit? You know, that's not from Australia, even though I don't want to bag the bunnies. No way. But um, yeah, so get a Bilby in at Woolies, get a couple. Get them for the family. Get them as a gift. They're in that gold wrapping as well. Yeah. Uh, if you see them in Woolies, make sure you purchase one. Like Mavo said, ten cents goes to the Save the Bilby Foundation, and a great uh, concept and yeah, organisation. Yeah. Yeah, and they're beautiful milk chocolate. They're Australian owned. They've been making it better since 1927. And so- chap said, live and free. I'm listening from beautiful. Kosamui. So that's a bit of a rhyme there, chaps. Yeah, love uh, it. We miss you here, mate. And we, uh, we look forward to you being on the show next week, maybe recapping the game as well. We just had a chat to him and he sent us a message earlier that he's never going to Bali again. He loves Thailand and it's a good setup over there. It looks pretty nice. He was at the beach at Kosamui and he's, there was a, a girl on the swing and he's having brekkie and I just wished I was over there. Paul Cullen's joined us, Tattle channel member. Yeah. He says, hi, DB and Mavo. Yeah. Hello to you, Paul Cullen. Hey, Paul, how are you, mate? And yeah. just just going back to the footy, Mavo, it's a feast of footy this weekend. It is. Uh, Saturday, the New South Wales Cup are taking on the feeder club for Newtown, uh, for the Sharks Newtown at Henson Park. Mm-hmm. And the Jersey flag will be playing the curtain raiser to the Rabbitohs and Sharks out there at points bet. So get out there early. I think 5.35 yep. kickoff. We'll go through them teams as well. Yep. Okay, so let's go and have a look at the team. So, fullback Latrell Mitchell. What more can you say about him? Since he's come back from working with Bill Knowles over there in Philadelphia, he had a few dramas. He's just gone from strength to strength. He's looking trim, taut and terrific, I said in my article, and he just looks fit. He looks healthy. He's kicking goals from everywhere. And he's another bloke that went good in the World Cup. Him and the Fox on the left side just tore him to shreds. He was bursting through the gaps. Playing some good footy, and that continued on in the 
Charity Shield, he played good there too. Yeah, he certainly did, Mavo, and really looking forward to the season ahead for Luttrell. He's had a little bit of time off. He's probably one of the players, well, it's the last to come back uh, to the pre-season training after the World Cup. Mm. Spent a bit of time up on his farm. JD manages that perfectly. I mean, he knows how much he likes uh, getting up there. Cameron went up there and spent a bit of time up there on uh, Trell's farm there at Taree. But our superstar fullback, what more can you say about him? He loves playing in the big games. He loves owning the big moments. Does. And if there's ever a time where we need a try or a goal or a field goal or a try assist, you can bet your money on it. It's Trell Mitt that's going to come up with that play and uh, really looking forward to watching him play this year. Peter LaHood turned up the training with his brother Jimmy this morning and he had the, the Telegraph front page is Latrell to win the Dally M. And we got him to sign it and I said, oh, Dally M, Trell. And he goes, yeah, why not? Why not? Everyone else has won it, so why not me? And then he said, but we'll worry about round one first. You know what? I, I, I love his confidence, Latrell. Mm. He, he's a confidence player. He, yeah. He's just, even at training, the way he gets around, he kicks the goals, uh, field goals from everywhere. He's just a confidence player. And one thing he wants to do is win a premiership here at the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Oh, yeah. And not only one, it might be two, three or four. Yeah, we won't stop at one. And Chaps has mentioned about the big Harold Matts comeback. We're going to talk about them in a little while. But congrats to the boys there and the women's one as well. 22-6 down they were mm. up there at Newcastle. Yeah. Big win, like you said, Chaps. Yeah, great effort, boys. Yeah. AJ, our try-scoring freak we've got written down here. He's going to... Be going close to being the all-time try scorer. Not maybe not this year, but probably the next. He's got Ken Irvine in his sights. It's two twelve, I think. I'm not exactly sure what he's on, but if he keeps scoring thirty tries a year, it won't be long before he's the greatest try scorer of all time. Well, if he scores thirty this year, he will boom right into second place. Uh, he will take over Billy Slater because yep. he is only twenty four behind Slater. Slater's on one ninety. Um, AJ's on 166, equal with ET. Yep. If he gets a try this week, he'll surpass the Cronulla legend. How oh, good wow. would that be? Wouldn't that be ironic? Hey, <laughs> out there at, uh, we called it Shark Park, but it's Points Bet Stadium these days. Ah, Shark and, Park. And Brett Morris is only 10 away as well, so without a doubt he's going to catch Brett Morris. And I'd say he's going to catch Beaver Menzies. Mm. Slater, he's going to have to have another big year, and yep. I'm really confident he'll do that as well. Well, on the other wing, we just had... James Bryant reckoned that he's – Isaac Thompson is not a bad shout for Rookie of the Year. So I suppose he's eligible even though because he's only played a few games. But might cost AJ because if they're going good on the right out to stretch and, and Isaac, they might go that way a little bit more. And I spoke to him today and he's, he's fit, he's healthy, he's keen to get going. He knows he's got uh, Tane Milne and a few others to keep out of that spot. But look, I'm excited for this bloke, mate. Yeah. And um, – I've got him to pronounce his name. We're going to share that video. It's Tia Tupo. So that, and I asked him why they've added Isaac Tia Tupo Thompson, and he said that's my surname in Tongan. I think it is. Okay. So it's just a, that was he was always his name, but they just shortened it. Now he's gone back to using his full name. So good on him. Okay. And hopefully they're saying it plenty of times. Scoring meat pies. Well, this year. talking about meat pies, he knows how to score a try. He, he scored does. plenty in the New South Wales Cup last year. Pretty sure he was the leading try scorer. He's big, he's strong. But one thing that we're going to rely on him for is his tough carries coming out of trouble. Yep. And we will be calling on him this Saturday night when we're deep in our own half. Isaac, winger in, son. And we can't wait to see that. Well, he came off in the charity shield, and I did ask him about that. And he said he had a something hammy. But it looks like he's good now. Now, it's a little bit of a worry because he made a try-scoring debut last year and then his injury ended his season. Mm. He's been out of the game for a while. So let's hope the body can stay healthy because, like I said, he scored about 1,000 tries in the New South Wales Cup. So hopefully scoring plenty for us in first grade on that right side outside big stretchy. And just keeping on tries. Paul Cullen said 25 to go for 191 tries for AJ. Yep, that's 100% correct, mate. And... That is definitely uh, within his sights this year. Thank you for that. And thank you to um, Zachy from VSP. He might have seen VSP. They're on the training shirts. And um, he, he's helped us out with some sh- these chairs for the, um, the studio. They're, they're, the top, they're top shelf. The swivels. And, yeah, and he's got – he gave me and the Mrs. Sam some bucket hats with the VSP on it. So he's a good bloke, Zachy. If you need any security news, hit them up. They're a major sponsor of the South Sydney Rabbitohs. As I Brownie, what a story as well. It's a success story. Yeah. 
he's came in when we needed a centre and didn't he play well and now he's an Indigenous all-star and he's a, he's not going anywhere on that left side, the lethal left. Mm, we're talking about confidence before with Latrell and this kid's got oozes of confidence. He's booming with it and uh, he's an exciting player. Yep. He has class about him. He's got a lot of class about him. Mm. He's very skillful and he's got the job of helping AJ reach that record because he plays on that left-hand side with yes. AJ yep. and he could have plenty of try assists for AJ uh, come 2023. Exactly right. The other centre we've already mentioned, Campbell Graham. We spoke to him at the media day last week and he's, we asked him about the World Cup. He said he loved it. Of course he did. I even thought he probably should have kept his spot, but they brought in... Um, they, they brought in... Uh, the centres weren't. He was in the centres, and they brought in uh, uh, Valentine Holmes and also um, the the bloke from the Raiders, Jack White. Jack White and came in. Look, and they played well, and we won the World Cup. So hard to argue. But Stretchy got some good experience when he was out there. If he had a stayed there, they probably would have won anyway. Mm. And he just looked solid at training. That while I mention it, they looked super confident today at training. That starting thirteen were just on song. You put in David Mawali, and I seen Shaq, and I congratulated him, and he said thank you. Such a humble guy. Taffy looks good, and then you got Cheeks, Michael Cheekham. So it really is a strong seventeen, even though we're missing a few blokes. So I digress. But yeah, Stretchy Brown, yeah. He, he's uh, he's he's another bloke that's you know he's on the wing for a while, but now he's such an important part of our team in the centres. His defence is just rock solid, and he knows his way to the try line. He can set a try up, so he ticks just about every box for us. Definitely, and probably been one of our most consistent players over the last two years, I believe, and that's only my opinion. And he's big, strong, mobile, and like you said, Mavo, his defence is outstanding. Probably one of the best defensive centres in the game. He can read a, a play, he knows when to come in, he knows when to stay out, and um, but more importantly, he knows his way to the try line as well. He scored mm. plenty of tries last year, and he's one of them select few players that have played for his country before playing State of Origin. And that is a goal for him this year, to make his way into that State of Origin side. He has been in camp there before as an, uh, as a, what are the players they call like them? A, a, uh, yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> yeah, he's been in camp. Yeah, um, in the squad, in, in the extended the, squad. In the extended squad, but wasn't picked. But yeah. Emerging. Emerging. Um, he'll look forward bad. to yeah. trying to force his way into that state of origin um, side this year with some great performances uh, for the South Sydney Rabbitohs starting this Saturday night. Another famous Rabbitoh did that, Brown. He's played for Australia before the, his uh, state. Yeah, well, that's Terry Fay. The Redfern Express. Well, what he did, he played for Australia mm. before even playing for a Sydney-based club. He played for Australia from the country. Yeah. So that's, that's something special. Yeah. Our man... Terry Fay, the Redfern Express, what a player. Something special in every bite. Uh, what players what might we lose to Origin debuts this year? That's a good question, James Bryant, and I will offer a couple. I think Keon, with the influence of Sam Burgess, trying to bring out a bit more aggression in his game. He's one. Campbell's another, maybe. Um, maybe one or two others, but yeah, I think we'll be well represented at Origin level this year. Debuts, yeah. Well, uh, I'm in agreement with Keon. I thought um, he had a great season last year on mm. the back row, and we'll talk about him in a minute with uh, some of his stats. He's um, he's looking to force his way into that Origin arena as well. So, yeah, I'd say Keon Kalamatangi uh, for that answer. Paul Cullen reckons Spud Carroll did it as well, and I'm, I think I think you're right. So, and he'd know too. Spud yeah. played Australia and then the Blues. There you go. Good bloke, Spud. We've had him on the show for a chat. A lot of you said remember that. And a lot of our people we've had on the podcast for a chat, we've got to get him back on the video version sitting here in our studio, live and free on Bunnies TV now. So let's get on to Cody. Cody. <laughs> Number six this weekend. Cody Walker. I said hello to him at training today. He said hello, Mavo. Oh, he knows your name. He knows who I am. So um, that's beside the point, really. Uh, he's but a good bloke. <laughs> good bloke, Cody. He is a good bloke. And... He's been playing well too. Hopefully he goes on another try scoring, try setting up frenzy this year. Sets up about 30, 30, 35 tries. If he does that, we're going to go deep into this finals run, Brownie. Mm, Yeah, well, he is a magician, isn't he, of uh, try assist. 
record-breaking try assist over the last couple of seasons. He's instrumental in everything we do, Mavo, in terms of our attack, yep. uh, especially on that left-hand side where uh, he creates so much opportunity for Latrell and uh, obviously AJ. But even though he does um, lay on a lot of tries, he loves scoring tries too. Well, yeah. He's got that knack of burning the right spot at the right time. He does. Cody has. A little bit like Terry Lamb, that yeah. great player that we used to play with, Mavo. Yeah. He was always there in the, the right spot to put that ball down over the try line. But um, And just going on try scorers for Cody in terms of the Sharks. He loves playing against the Sharks because the last five games, he scored four tries. So, Cody... Another couple of meat pies on Saturday night will be handy. Yep, and he settled right in at South Sydney. His kids are playing in the junior league. He's not going anywhere anytime soon. And Chaps, who was commenting as Bunnies TV, said that Rennie Matua played for Australia and not the Blues. Well, that's Chaps' mate, obviously. And um, he's also said that Cookie will win his Blues jersey back. Well, maybe, because Abby's moved on and... You know, well, Harry Grant might be hard to dis- – oh, well, he's not the Blues. I'm not you're saying Australia. But, yeah, so we might well do. And I'll, if he keeps playing like he did in the Charity Shield, but we're going to get to that in a minute. Lockie Elias, we spoke to him at Media Day last week, and he said he's growing in confidence, and that's what we want to hear from our – he's not a rookie anymore, second-year halfback. If he does find that confidence, Brownie, his game can only go to another level. He's just got to take that um, initiative, do what he wants to do, lead that team around. They've got to be led around. He's got mm. to take that front foot, get on the front foot, kick and game, make the decisions in attack, take the line on, setting up plays, and, yeah, it's going to be a big year for Lockie. Oh, it certainly is. And, look, he just needs to keep doing what he's doing, and that's improving week in, week out. He's only got, you know, he's less than probably 25 games at the top level under his belt, and he's improving week in, week out. Uh, I like the way he digs into the line. Uh, for his outside men, he creates space for Cody. We we're just talking about Cody, how he creates space for um, Latrell and and obviously AJ out there on the left. But mm. all that comes down to what Lockie does as well. Yep. And obviously it comes down to what Cookie does. So it's all a team effort and they all just bodies in motion. And he digs into the line so well, uh, Lockie. Yep. Probably one of the best halfbacks. Adam Reynolds does it perfectly. Yep. There's no one that digs into the line like Adam Reynolds. Well, he learned from him, Brown. That's right, he? 100%. Yeah. Renault's, Renault left that legacy with Lockie that he worked with him for a number of seasons. And, mm. you know, it's important for years that know about rugby league and for years that probably don't know as much. It's just so important to commit that defence. Take the line on. Mm dig into the line, commit defenders, and it opens up space on the outside, and it's just so valuable Mm. to his outside men. Oh, 100%. And talking of defence, he's probably one of the best defenders uh, in the competition for a number seven, Lockie Ilias. That's come from Joey Johns, the the eighth immortal. He thinks he's the best defensive halfback in the competition. And he had some nice touches in the charity shield as well. So if it's anything to go by this charity shield form, I'm really looking forward to watching Lockie uh, progress throughout the year. Well, Paul Cullen said we need um, better ball control, and that's exactly right. We're always talking about completing sets, and so far, so good. We spoke to, like I said, uh, Cameron Murray, and he said that everything they've been doing on the training paddock so far has been working on the field, which is quite pleasing, and it's very satisfying that you can take it to there. So, Just one thing on Lockie. I just, and, and it's my opinion, and uh, he probably working on it anyway. I just think he needs to get some variation in his kicking game, yep. Um, rather than just put the the normal uh, bomb up, you know, stop doing some torpedoes, some uh, kicks to the corner, and obviously they've got game plans. They're not going to listen to you and I who played thirty years ago. Yeah, but um, yeah, just some variation Dinosaurs. <laughs> in his kicking game, man. But it's still the same. A lot of the game is still the same, Brownie. I always say that some things, some things have changed, but some things haven't, and that's one of them. Yeah, no, definitely. And uh, if he can get that in his game, you know, he, he'll be a complete player. Yeah, and um, Jack Ryan said that Lockie and Keon were good on the right side last year. They were, and I spoke to Keon at training today. I don't want to keep dropping names saying who we spoke to, but we have got a close connection with this team, and I did speak to Keon in. In, on the main presser today and I had a look he's played 27 games last year and scored 7 tries and I said you know more of that this year and he said yes of course yeah. so he plays a lot of footy he's rarely injured he plays big minutes and he's scoring 7 tries are we up to Edge Keon Bradford. already are we? no well I've just somewhat, Jack Ryan just mentioned <laughs> it well he mentioned Lockie and Keon because Lockie yeah. and Keon on the right side yeah no, so definitely we're, we're, we're talking about sides and we're talking about different players and yeah. obviously combinations so we'll move on to the forwards and before I talk about the individual forwards, 
Sam Burgess, the influence he's had. We just mm. mentioned it a bit before. Um, Harme said that he's bringing that winning mentality. And Keon said that he's been getting in his ear and saying he wants to bring out a bit more aggression in his game. Mm. And it's not you know, any of the, anything dirty in that. It's just, think Sam Burgess running over the top of SBW, Sonny Bill, and putting big shots on my people. Look at him, wow. Yeah. So if we can see that Keon, that could take his game to another level. So this club icon, this Englishman who has done so much for this club, he's fractured his jaw and played on and won us a grand final. He's out there and they're all going, this is Sam Burgess. He wants me to do this. I'm going to do it. So our forward pack is going to rip the rewards, I think, of having this dream team of coaches including Sam, JD, Benny Hornby, and Johnny Morris. And don't forget Sato there as well, who was our 2014 and, skipper. And Eddie Payer, and I'll just quickly mention Eddie Payer's Kicking Academy on Instagram. Go and follow it. A lot of good content on there, and you know, get your kids watching it, because Eddie was one of the best kickers of the football there was. Yeah, I'll catch there is. Eddie. He's got, he strikes the ball beautifully. He so hits he, it sweetly. So he had variation in his kicking game, Brownie. Yeah, that's <laughs> he right. Might, we might get him to work with... Um, <laughs> Eddie Player. We might get him to work with Lockie. Yeah, well, that's right. Uh, but yeah. in saying, uh, just going back to Sam Burgess, oh, what a player he was. And he just earns respect from what he's did at this famous club. Mm. And like you said, maybe that 2014 grand final where he played on with a fractured cheekbone uh, to, you know, win the Clive Churchill medal. And now he's on our coaching staff. These kids must be just in awe of, of what this uh, bloke did throughout his career. And now he's given back to the game. And it's here at the mighty South Sydney Rabbitohs where a club that he loves and his brother's here playing um, yeah, just amazing, and it's so good to have him on the coaching staff. And we've said it many times, Mavo. Yep. You just mentioned the whole coaching staff. If we haven't got the best coaching staff in the NRL, name me one that has. Johnny Morris will give us a good tip sheet on the Sharkies anyway. And James Bryant said, Lockie's only 22, so excited to see him grow as a player. Correct. Chaps has said that Keon averaged 80.1 minutes per game last year. Unbelievable for a big man it is. So he stayed on the field. After the siren. Yeah, well, golden points, I suppose. Yeah, golden point. Yeah. I was only joking. So, <laughs> so Junior Totola, I spoke to him, and my question at the press conference was, you won the George Pickens medal, and George Pickens is here today at the training. Can you go back to back? And he sort of smiled, and he said, that'd be nice, but, you know, he's, he's a very humble guy, Junior. What I did say to him is, it's your sixth season at the club, and you've played more than 20 games every year. So mm. he gives us great value. He's rarely injured. He's tough, and... He's plays more games than he doesn't, which is a real asset. To well, this I've team. got that in my notes, mate. His durability is unbelievable. He's yep. played 26 games last year. Mm. He's played 119 games in five years since debuting at the club. That's an average of 23 games for a front rower in yep. the middle. Yep. That's unbelievable. Um, and he's got a high work rate. So it's not as if he just goes out there, has a couple of hit-ups and, and comes off. He averaged 136 running metres last year. So that's that's good for a front rower, a middle front rower. And once again, he likes scoring tries as well. He scored four last year for a front rower. So he was way off the nudie run. Exactly. And Thomas Burgess too. He's another one. We love Thomas. We're Team Burgess here, like we are Team Taff at Bunny's TV. There's no doubt about it. We love Thomas Burgess. And he's uh, approaching being the second greatest rabbit of all time, I think it is, behind uh, Sut. So mm. the service he's given to this club, and he's been one of our best the last few years, Brownie. He's gotten better yep. and better. If someone had told you, you know, when we had big Georgie scoring tries in the grand final and Sam, that Thomas would be the man, you might not have believed it, but I believe it now. I know I believe it now. Well, I think he's in the best form of his career over the last two years. I don't think he's played any better at the club, even uh, you know when he came to the club earlier on when he was a young fella. Uh, the last two seasons have been his best by far, and mm. he's an absolute beast uh, of a human being. And the teams, you know, the opposition, can, they can't handle him. You know, he gets us on the front foot. He gets us rolling forward. Mm. And when we do that, it gives, obviously, opportunities for Cody and Lockie and uh, Luttrell to do their thing out the back. And we really need that. And he's another one that runs for big metres per game as well. He averaged 140. Probably didn't play as long as what Junior did, Mm. but he run for more metres. And what he does do, he's 120 kilos, and he's big, and he's mobile, and he's running at you all day. And if you're an opposition player, it wears you down. (laughs) And that's why it gives opportunities to his outside backs because they're buggered after yeah. trying to tackle Big Thomas and then 
we bring our bench on, and we're going to talk about them a bit later. But we we we'll go to the cookie. We went first. back to go to cookie the the beach sprinter. <laughs> yeah. And I said hello to him. How can the, you forget him? I said hello to him, and he said Rabbitohs Radio. And I said yes, no, we're cook, we're <laughs> we're Bunnies TV. But he said yeah, yeah. So he's a good bloke, uh, Cookie, and he's champion fella. Yeah, he's always got a smile on his face. And Gives us time as well. So. Yeah, and he's he's close to the Cheney family. I saw Nola Cheney from the borough there today. Give her a kiss, and I'm shout out to you. Love you, and um, she, he's. He's very kind to the Cheney family, and he's just an all-round good bloke, but his form in the Charity Shield was encouraging. We love it when, like you said, Brownie, the forwards go forward, mm. and that allows Cookie to get out from dummy half and pick up people like Cameron Murray and Keon mm. and get it out to the lethal left or the, you know, the what do we call it, the rightest right. Mm. Well, we just, we just spoke about our power game just before with Junior. Um, and Big Thomas, who Paul Cullen just said, imagine feeding Big Tommy. <laughs> yeah, I know, imagine yeah, feeding. Good one. But Harme uh, uh, Sillo is another one who is not playing this week, yep. um, who's one of them big meter eaters and gets us on the front foot. But yeah. Cookie absolutely come out of the blocks uh, against the Charity Shield. He was explosive. In the Charity Shield, he did, yeah. Yeah, and his pass selection, even though his running game was great, his pass selection was even better because obviously he had to get to the A defender. When he got that, that try he set up for, I think it was for Tommy Burgess, yep. who ended up scoring it, mm. he got to the A defender, two on one with Cameron who hit through the hole and Cameron obviously picked up Tom back on the inside. But if we can see more of that from Damien Cook this year, we're going to be the very dangerous attacking team. Well, chaps will be right. He will win his Blues hooking jersey back. We'll be, there'll be no doubt about that and we also are brought to you by Bunnaby Water, Water with a Purpose, supporting the Kajaga Foundation. That's good signs for the, the Rabbitohs if Cookie starts to run first yep. and, and then obviously looks the pass second. But, yeah, really exciting year for Damien Cook. Like you said, Mavo, he's probably got to be in his bonnet, not getting picked for the uh, Aussies mm. in the World Cup yep. and obviously being on the bench, even though he was part of the, the team and did a tremendous job in State of Origin because they go with two hookers now. Yeah. I'm sure you'll want to start. I suppose another in another show we'll talk about, well, probably next week when we talk about playing the Panthers, who's going to be a big game next Thursday night. So stay tuned for that one. But losing Appy and also kick out for the Panthers, people are saying that it's not going to be the same for them. That remains to be seen, but they got they, everyone thought they'd hammer um, the, the opposition in the World Club Challenge, and that didn't happen. Mm. Um, Warrington, was it? Uh, no, it was St. Helens. St. Helens, that's right. You know, St. Helens are a good side, but they, they've won four in a row, and they come out here saying, no, we're not going to get hammered, and they didn't. Mm. They played some good footy, but anyway. We'll they're talk. always a strong club, St. Helens. Yeah. yeah. So, Keon, we've spoken a fair bit about him. Joy Arrow. Oh, I haven't spoke. Plays big minutes, Keon. Yep. Uh, we love Keon here, and I like that he's uh, developed a little bit of a ball player now. Mm. Um, rather than just a bash and barge. He, he's playing a little bit before the line as well. Yep. And he's playing a little bit through the line. So that means he'll push through the line and look to offload in traffic, yep. which he's, he's very skillful at. And uh, it's great to see JD has given him the confidence to th- do that. And one other thing, uh, trait that he's got, which is very hard to handle against the opposition, and he's got great late footwork at the line, mm. which obviously... Pokes his nose through that, uh, through the two defenders, which he can get an offload or obviously um, score plenty of tries like he does. And yeah, Keon Kalamatangi, big year for Keon. Yeah, and Paul Cullen said Cookie is so fit. He is. He's pretty ripped with his shirt off. He's uh, he's in good nick for a for a bloke in his you know he's not in his younger years, but he's uh, yeah he's looking yeah South Sydney thirty nine and Helen's nil. Paul Cullen, thank you very much for that. So the back three really is what is a huge asset for asset for this team, mm. and that is Keon, Jai, and Cameron Murray. Now, Jai Arrow, someone said to me, what a pickup he's been for this club. He's so good for us. He's rock solid. He gets through his work, and yeah, he was a, a huge buy for us from the Titans, wasn't he, Brownie? Oh, he's been great for us, and he loves it down here at the South Sydney Rabbitohs, and he's a versatility player as well, Mavo, so we get the best of both worlds out of Jai Arrow. Mm. He can play on the edge where he's starting this week, and then obviously he can come in and play in the middle, and the opposition have trouble tackling him and um, handling Jairo because he's got this awkward running style where it's a little bit crab-like and mm. then he runs crossfield and obviously puts a structure out of play a little bit but then obviously goes through the middle of him um, with, a, with a little step and jink. So, yeah, another player that's got a high work rate, plays plenty of minutes and uh, once again 
another big season because he'll want to look to earn his way back into that state of origin side. I think he was dropped, maybe. Uh, well, not dropped, but left out of the mm. the last couple of origin games. Yeah. So, yeah, he'll be another one looking to get back into that representative scene with some good form early on in the season with the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Absolutely. Now, Cameron Murray, we've had a bit of a chat about him, but we'll, we'll talk about him again. How good does it look when he's bursting through on the edge? He was doing it in the World Cup. He was doing it against the Sharks, and he was doing it in the Charity Shield, probably against Manly too. I forget what happened in that game, but... Um, yeah, he's, he's in some super form. It's noticeable. His coaches noticed it. I've noticed it. We've all noticed it. And it could be a big year. It well, could be a year that if he plays like that all year, our captain could lead us all the way to the big dance and beyond. Well, I hope he does because he deserves it. A local junior. And, mate, maybe you just mentioned it. He does it all. But I'm going to have to read it because I don't want to leave anything out here what yeah, he does. Read it. And, and, and Chap said... The Gold Coast Bikey, that was his little nickname for, yeah, um, for us. No, yeah. no, for um, the jo- joy. For joy. Yeah. <laughs> so Cameron, this is what Cameron does. Here you go. He runs. He ball plays. He tackles. He breaks tackles. He gets quick play of the balls. He scores tries. He has try assists. He leads by example. example. There's nothing that our skipper doesn't do. He's a good-looking bloke too. Just oh, well, him. he is. And he, he's a great leader. He, you know, so we're we here on Bunny's TV. <laughs> Chaps is probably... You know, it's a bit bit like a rose between two thorns sometimes. Yeah. The <laughs> Look, um, you can, you know, you say what you want, but I believe we are a totally different team when Cameron Murray is on the field. Oh, we are. We are every chance of winning a football game when Cameron Murray is on the field. Yep. Uh, he can break the game open with line breaks. Uh, that's one I've left out, line breaks. But mm. just he, does, he just does everything. Yep. He just covers the whole... Box of dice of what a rugby league player does. Some players have only got a couple of skills. He's got them all, and he is a champion and will go down as one of the greats of this famous club. Yeah, one of the greats of all time. And Chaps has said he's the ultimate professional, so we... There's another one. That's, I forgot. that's a way to sum it up. <laughs> okay, let's go to the bench. Now, Blake Taff, we are Team Taff here. Taffy, shout out to, uh, to mum and dad out there. Dot, how you going? And um, so... He's been the talk of the preseason. Everyone said how he's gone so good. He's put on a couple of kilos. He looks electric, and he's come on into this team and and brained him. Yeah. Know, he's just very hard to hold. He injects himself into the team mm. and well, catches defenses, you know, tiring defenses, and that's mm. what we want to look for. He can cover a couple of positions, and uh, yeah. we're looking for Taffy to come on and just turn the game for us. Well, that's what I was just about to say, and I just want to mention that Chaps interviewed. JD back in December and he indicated that Blake Taff was training the house down and that he would more than likely get the opportunity to wear the number 14 jersey in round one yeah. and look what's happened yep. round round one number 14 Blake Taff on the money JD and Grant Chapel. yeah you're right he plays with energy and that's what you want off your bench players to come on and spark the game and don't be surprised if he's Slots in at number nine there for a little bit of the game, maybe, and gives mm. Cookie a little bit of a spell, yep. uh, just depending on the, the how the game's going. I don't think he'll come on in the halves, especially if the game is in the balance yep. and there's no injuries there. But just uh, be prepared for young Taffy to come on at number nine. So the bench is interesting, okay? So we've said it earlier that we've lost Liver. Big loss. Hamawera. Hamasele's not right, even though he said he might be. And um, also, Hosty, we're not sure what happened there. I was going to try and talk to him today. There's also blokes like Jed Cartwright and Daniel Saluka Fafita. So there's competition for this bench. Mm. But he's gone with Cheeks, Michael Cheekham, and it's a reward for a bloke that's done the hard work. And it'll be interesting to see how he uses him. He can cover centre. He can go in the back row on the edge. And he's a versatile forward to come off the bench. He's got a lot of ability. He's played a lot of first grade. Mm. And, you know, it could be a big year for Cheeks too. And... Look, like I said, he might not have been there if all these other guys were available, but the fact is that he is there, and the chance is his to take it with both hands. 100% Mova. He'll be looking for a really big game on Saturday night to try and cement a spot there on the bench. It's going to be very hard to break into that back row uh, with Keon, Joy and Cameron, but having that 
you know, that versatility on the bench where he can play centre, like you just said. Spent a lot of time in the centres at West Tigers and, and was a good player there yeah. in that position. Yeah. So he can play um, a number of different roles and he'll be looking for a big game to try and secure a spot moving forward. Chris Neme said Cam Murray should be nicknamed the Chameleon. That's a good one, mate. Yeah. <laughs> He's a shapeshifter. And uh, Chaps just said... Cheeks had no luck last year with a couple of back-to-back injuries, didn't he? He, he did. was uh, struggling with injuries throughout the season. Mm. And, you know, he, he's fighting fit, ready to go for round one this yep. weekend. He's, he's turned the other cheek injury-wise. Davey Mawali, we love him. He's forced his way in. Now, JD's managed his game time because he's only a young fella playing prop. He was 18 years old. And I was saying he should be playing him more, but he didn't. And this year now... Well, whether he was going to or not, the opportunities presented, as I stated previously, with a few injuries to him, to take that bench role and look what he did in the charity shield. He's a humble guy too. I said, what about that try you scored in the charity shield where he was like the old Les Davidson move where they turn him on the inside and he charges up the middle. And He's a big body. He can trouble defences. He's as tough as they come, and he's a good defender, Brownie. He's a good player, this Davey Mawale. Yeah, local junior from the Coogee Wombats, and a shout-out to you guys down there at the Coogee Wombats. His coach was Jimmy Olsen. He, uh, Davey said he learned everything that he knows from Jimmy Olsen. But like you said, Mavo, I like the way that JD hasn't rushed the Davey. Yep. Uh, he's taken his time with him. We, you know, we might have been a little bit critical of at times, you know, give Davey more game time and mm. so forth. But look... They know what they're doing, these coaches, and they had a game plan for him in terms of Davey, but be sure that he'll get plenty more game time moving forward this year. And he's a big body, and I thought he was, uh, you know, he did really well in the charity shield. Yep. And last but not least is Shaquay Mitchell, and it's a great story. Jimmy LaHood reminded me today that that was the best interview we've done. Me and Brownie had a chat to him last week. He was open. He was honest. He talked about his mental health battles that he's got on top of it. He used to struggle in social situations. Well, I didn't know this, but he was quite open about it and he was honest and he put his heart on his sleeve and also he's lost 50 kilos, which is mm. huge. And we asked him about the details of that and he said that he uses food as fuel now instead of just eating for the sake of it. And um, there's a few people who could take a you know that good advice, me included, but <laughs> look. And other than that, he talked about how he loved it over in the Indigenous All-Stars, how the, the Kiwi culture and all that. So it was a good interview. And what you notice from watching that interview was what a top bloke he is, Brownie. He's yeah. just a great guy. And we've never seen Shaq with his mental health in check and at this weight and loving his footy and his sign. His future's secured. He's got a family. Mm. So the 2023 Shaquay Mitchell could be something else. I'm so happy for him. He's mm. just a genuine bloke. He always gives you your time, uh, whether it be for Bunnies TV or any of the fans. He's always talking to the fans. Yep. Um, but, yeah, he told us his journey uh, last week. It was a two-year journey. Mm. He struggled with his weight, his mental health. He's got all that in shape now. Mm. Um, he's a big, mobile, and very skillful f- middle forward player. Uh, there's not many around, but... Where do you see his skill this bloke well, can play with? I spoke to Shaq's, who was talking about Shaq, yeah. um, at training today, and he said when he was at Mascot, he said he was offloading like Arthur Beetson. Yeah, he's a skillful player, mate. He can kick, he can offload, he can pass, and he probably just hasn't got the confidence to do that yet and yep. got the freedom uh, you know, from the coaching staff. He just wants to get in there and do his job, uh, which is obviously what the middles do these days. But, hey, listen... He's made three appearances for the Rabbitohs for three wins. That's a 100% success rate. A little bit higher than yours and mine, Mavo, but let's hope it's four from four on Saturday night. Exactly. Now, we'll just have a quick look at the bench. We just mentioned before Jed Cartwright and also DSF, Daniel Saluka Fafita. They can probably consider themselves unlucky because DSF last year, he was good for us. He didn't make any any errors. He come across, across from the Roosters. A lot of go forward. He's a big body. I think he had an injury too, which set him back. Yeah. But also Jed Brownie. Like, yeah. you know, you play with his dad, Hoss. Yeah. Yeah. And he Big was John. he was a bit of a revelation to me when he came in. I think he played a bit of centre. He was he was killing it. Yeah. And same thing, an injury I think cost him some game time. Mm. But he's valuable. He's he versatile. So, you know, he played good in the centres and he's more known as a forward. So well, there was it's a, good that, that we've got the bench depth. There was a game there against Melbourne where he played in the centres. And I, th- I think he handled Justin Olin 
better than any other player yeah. that I've seen. Yeah. And that was coming back from a, a long injury. I think it was he had six weeks off. Yeah. So he's you know he's very versatile. Um, but yeah, they haven't played a trial, so they're probably a little bit underdone in mm. terms of match fitness. But from what we've seen with Jed, he can come out with six weeks absence and, you know, put in a great performance. So, you know, all the confidence in the world if them boys got the opportunity to play this weekend. They probably won't. No. Uh, it doesn't look like there's any injuries from 1-17. to 17. We'll probably find out yeah, we'll that at uh, the captain's run. Have to wait and see for that. But Benny Lovett's there as well. And I spoke to his sister Claudia and she was down there at the Charity Shield. Dad John was down there and I was talking to her how I spoke to him and he was thanking us for going live and free at the captain's run, which we probably will do this week as well. And uh, her brother is also playing in the pathways. Uh, he's uh, played for Australia in hockey. I just forgot his last uh, first name. but So there's a whole lot of lovets at the Bunnies. And oh, the other two there is TKK, Tarok Kalo Kalo, which means star in Fijian. Thank you to Manoa, the Fijian flyer, for that little bit of info. And he is a star. He could be anything. And he's progressing along. He's got over his injury worries now. He had a few head knocks. So look for him to maybe force his way in at some stage if we have a couple of people go down. And Josiah Karapani, great hands, elusive. Also had a, a blood condition last year, a blood clot, I believe it was. And he's over that now. He looks fresh. He looks elusive. And mm. so there's a couple of guys there that could fill some roles too from the bench. Oh, definitely. And them three that you just mentioned, all young rookies coming through the pathway system, Terrell Kayla Kayla, who was, um, I thought was outstanding in the, the two trials against Manly and the Charity Shield. Didn't get a whole lot of... Game time, but what he did was all quality from what I've seen. Um, Benny Lovett, yep, a great back rower who's on the cusp of making his debut. Well, JD told me last year that he might have debuted him last year. Mm. So he's as tough as they come, the park spaceman. Yep. And look for him to maybe yeah, get some game time this year. And Josiah Carapani, well, what a talent this kid is. If mm. you watch that Manly game, uh, I think he maybe scored a try. In that game, he's exciting, he's elusive, he's got great footwork, he's got speed, he's just got class about him and he's one to watch and I'm sure um, when we do our bold predictions next week, when Chaps is back, I'm sure one of us will have him um, as debuting this year. So this week is the first week where all three grades are playing, the New South Wales Cup and the flag and then all the Pathways games, the Lisa Fiola, the, the Harold Matts, the SG ball now, unfortunately, the um, the what is it, the Lisa the Lisa Fiola has been cancelled because mm. one of the teams dropped out. Now I'm not going to read out all the teams. We're just going to read out the New South Wales Cup and the Jersey flag. I'll just go through all, the New all, South. All, okay, all the yeah. other teams. What I'm going to do? Well, I'll put a link to what we're looking at now in the description of this video, so you mm. can click the drop down box. Support all our sponsors down there. There's a link to our website. But also there'll be a link to look at these Pathways teams. It's not in there now, but I will add it after this. So the New South Wales Cup team will be playing Newtown at Henson Park on Saturday. I'll do it now while you're doing that, Brownie. At 3pm, <laughs> you do that. And number one, the young kid that we are just talking about, Terrell Kayla Kalo. On the wing, Tom Carr. He will captain the team and his wing partner, Richie Kenner. In the centres, Josiah Karapani and Jacob Gagai. Exciting centres there. In the halves, we've got Dion Tiaupau and Jarrett Sublu. Now, Dean Hawkins hasn't been named. Now, he has had a hamstring injury. So we're thinking that Dean Hawkins is still struggling with that hamstring injury. Mm. And hopefully he'll be back sooner rather than later. In the forwards, we've got Hugo Patterson and Brock Gray up front with Peter Mamazellis in number nine. Uh, in the back row, we've got Ben Lovett, Ethan O'Neill, son of Julian O'Neill. Uh, a former Rabbitoh himself, yep. and number 13, the very exciting Talis Duncan. On the interchange bench, we've got Shannon Gardner, Daniel Saluka Fafita, Thomas Giles, and Yulene Buddy Gordon. Mavo, what a story Buddy Gordon is. He's still playing. I don't know how old he is, but they reckon he's as fit as anything. He is. And he will add great value and experience to this young New South Wales Cup team. I seen him at the kids' Ostag Grand Finals last week. He looks trim as. He looks healthy and, yeah, it's he's a wonder. It's just, you know, he's got a family. He's working for South Cares and he's still pulling on the jersey coming off the bench in the New South Wales Cup. Yeah, and uh, just uh, number 19, Mayla Shanfoon. And to be coached by 
Joe O'Callaghan, who's heavily involved with the pathways, yep. has put his hand up to coach these young kids coming through. And they are all young kids, just about. Yep. The curtain raiser on Saturday out at Shark Park is Carson Cahoe at fullback. Now, he scored a hat-trick at Mascot Oval when I filmed it a couple of weeks ago, and he's a good player. On the wings are Jude Saldana and Dijon Lugamafa. In the centres, Sam Jinks and Cruz Tweedy. In the halves, Caelan Bray at 5'8". Joseph Nora at halfback. Joseph Nora scored a brilliant try right in front of me. Kicked for himself, regathered, had a bit to do and scored. So he's got a lot of skill. Look out for him. Number seven, Joey Nora. Louis Grosme at prop with Isaiah Valala. So that's a fair front row, Brown. Yeah, we'll just talk a little bit about this front row. Louis Grosme um, got his opportunity. He's only a young fellow. He's still 19. Uh, we wrote an article about him um, just only a couple of weeks ago on our website. If you haven't read that, head to our uh, website and have a look at that at rabbitabunnystv.au. Um, and have a look at that article. A little bit about Louis. He got his opportunity in that trial, and he was outstanding. He played for big minutes, and his stats yep. were really good yep. for a young kid getting getting his first opportunity. And Isaiah Vailolo, he just gets off the back fence. Do yourself a favour. Get out there early and watch this kid play. He's had a broken toe. He did it in the wrestling. I said to him, well, don't lead with your toe next time. But he had a laugh at that. And he's been a star on our socials. He's a big unit, got the tats. He's come down from, I think, Charters Towers in Queensland. It's a great story how he's arrived at the club. He's a real weapon. And, um, yeah, he does come off the back fence, Brownie. We've filmed him doing it. So in the second row, Dranza Terry and Trent Griffiths. Lock is Jackson Rahm. The interchanges, Mitchell Chester, William Abu Araj, Charles Vucker, and Zin Wilkins. And on the extended bench, we've got Emmanuel DiBartolo and Archie Donnelly. Yeah, little Archie Donnelly. Yep. Plays with his heart on his sleeve, like his old man used to, yeah. Brent Donnelly. Yep, Bull. Yeah, Bull played for the Coogee Wombats. He played for the Waterloo Waratahs. And I think he might have played at the Roosters as well and played lower grades with the Rabbitohs as well. So, yeah, yeah one tough customer and his young bloke has just taken some of them traits from Brent Donnelly and to be coached by Chris Tippy O'Connell. Yep. Uh, Tippy's a great man. He uh, teacher at Marsland, so he probably teaches a lot of these kids coming through the grades. So, yeah, he's a good man. So, George Piggins became a life member uh, on Monday, I think, on Sunday at the AGM at the Juniors and he was at training today. Normally, Lipsom brought him in and He's there with his friends, and I went and shook hands. We got some photos, and he's still a, a an icon of this club. And you know, there was a smile on his face at the juniors at the AGM on Sunday, Brownie, which was great to see. Oh, probably the best news that the club has announced for quite some time. I and think. Nolan as well. And Nolan, yeah, yep. both stalwarts of this great club through some great times and some hard times as well. And it's been well documented. If it wasn't for George Piggins, South Sydney wouldn't be playing this Saturday night at. Points Bet Stadium against the Cronulla Sharks. And it was on the back of George Piggins, his fight and his determination. Similar to the way he played the game, Mavo. Yep. He was hard. If you've seen that try he scored one day at Lidcombe Oval, which gets televised uh, many, many times on social media against Western Suburbs, he just barged his way through yep. and nothing was going to stop him. And Mavo, we're not, you know, he, he was a coach of ours, but he's also a good friend of ours as well. Um, gave us our... Debuts as well. Yep. And, yeah, he's just a, a legend, legend bloke. And Sam has joined us in the chat, and he said he's heading down to Shark Park on Saturday. He hope to see a lot of red and greens in the crowd. So I'll be there, mate, in the GA on the northern end. So if you're around that area, have a look for my big melon around there somewhere. So talking about George, he's not in the best of health. And that rolls into our next subject about Neuroflex. And the juniors have announced that they're going to be doing Neuroflex testing on all the juniors. And it's part of the Juniors Foundation, one of the pillars. And the Juniors Foundation is going to be rolled out in July. But this is one of the, the big parts of it. Now, what it is, is me and Brownie have been through it. Stephen Fennick's been through it. You wear a, a virtual reality mask. It does a series of tests. But we're completely sold on the idea. Because what it does is it allows testers to know if you've got a concussion. And it stops people from returning mm. to the field or returning too early, which is the problem with these head knocks. Yeah. So what happens? Uh, just to explain it quickly and briefly, you'll get a you'll get a test at the start of the uh, program, and you'll get a baseline with what your normal brain would look like uh, for say a twenty year old. You'll get a baseline, and then if you get a knock, whether it be at school, uh, riding a bike, playing football, 
head on the soccer ball and you get concussed or you feel a little bit dazed and that that brain level rises, you can't come back and play until it comes back to the normal level. Yeah, well, that's right. And at the moment, it's pie-in-the-sky stuff. They say, look, you've got to have nine or ten days off, but that's just a guesstimate. You don't know. You might be right before that or you might be not, not be right. And the way that this is an exact measure to tell you if you're right. So if you're not right, you don't go back for three weeks. Mm. Or if you are right, you can go back the next week. It's a precise way to measure instead of this, you know, not knowing. And as Stephen Fennick said, it's heartbreaking for Mario because Mario was so tough that he wanted to get back up and keep playing when he's had a head knock. And this is what happens. If that keeps happening repeatedly, this is why they're in this trouble later on in life. So... If it was around when Mario was playing, they would have bought him off. He would have had the test. And they said, Mario, you're not going back on that field until your test is back to the pre-testing levels. Mm. So it's a great thing. And it's going to be good for parents. And the juniors are on the front foot with this. It's being used across the world. So you're going to be hearing more about it. It's not just us saying it because we're a proud supporter of the juniors group of clubs, the South Juniors and Keith McGraw and the board. It's because we've seen it, we believe it, and we believe it's going to be great for people's mental health. And I think you'll see more and more Sporting organisations using it. We know that there's one NRL club that's going to be announcing it. It's just yeah, quietly. Yeah. So, well, uh, they, they wanted to trump the South Juniors, but no, the company Neuroflex stuck solid with the juniors because they committed before this NRL club. And like you said, Mavo, there are some high-profile organisations, sporting organisations already using it. I know, I think the World uh, Women's FIFA FIFA's using tournament, it. Yep. Uh, which is to be played out here in Australia very shortly. Yep. The jockeys uh, in the UK, yep. some NFL clubs. So look, it's the you're Premier be hearing, League. The Premier League. You're going to be hearing more about it. Some big clubs are using it. And welcome to Split God. I always like it when you jump on, mate, with your comments. Um, and Paul Cullen said there should be a statue of uh, George. I think there might well be one in the planning at the new Centre of Excellence. And Peter Strux jumped on, and he might have missed it before, about Jed Cartwright. We haven't really got any news, mate, other than to say that he's been named on the extended bench and also in the second grade. Has he been named in the second grade? Um, Um, He might be actually 18th man, I suppose. We'll just double-check that. But I think he's fit. You know, I think he's good. No, I don't think he is. I don't think he is. So he will be he will be staying at Shark Park. Yeah. And so yeah, so he's in contention to come into that team. Yeah. Without without, so he's actually not named. Them whereas tra- some of them are like Daniel Saluka for Fuda's name yeah. and a few others on the extended bench. So that's yeah. a, a hint that he could be 18th man, and he's yeah. on the verge of being in that 17. So it looks like it's a good story for Jed because we all know that he's had a few dramas with injury and mm. it'd be good if he can find his way there. Back to back injuries over the last couple of years. Man City chap back. said, sorry. Man yeah. City is uh, one of the clubs that use Neuroflex. That have Neuroflex, Neuroflex program yeah, and, uh, and, within their organisation. And what we're saying is we're surprised that the Rabbitohs themselves haven't adopted this technology or nor has the NRL. And the NRL just come out last week and said oh we're going to make it 10 days but like I said it's not mm. exact. It's not whereas this is. Mm. So I'm quite surprised by that. I think the once more people see it for themselves, and we've actually shared a couple of videos on our channel. You might have watched them. If you haven't, go back and have a look, and it'll explain it all to you. But sorry, Brownie, yeah, what you were saying. Yeah, well, Chaps just said uh, Jed Cartwright, he trained strongly on Monday, and Paul Cullen said Jed needs to to play to be re-signed, I think. Well, yeah, um, yeah well, you're probably right there, Paul, but the, the club know what he can provide mm. and know... They know his ability in terms of uh, what he can do on the field and yep. off the field. Yep. He does a lot of work for the community off the field as well. So while he's a, a great player, he's also a great clubman. We'll move on. Site Pizza. We're giving away pizza for a whole year. We're also giving away $100 worth of pizza every week this year. We've also got a special where if you go into Maruba Site Pizza between Tuesday and Thursday and mention Bunnies TV, they'll give you 10% off your dinner. That's eat in there. It's $100 a week pizza, you've got to pick it up at the stores. It's not delivery. And the same with the free pizza for a year. But you've only got to go into Site Pizza at Maroubra. It's right near the Pagewood Hotel there. Or the other one's at Little Bay. It's a beautiful space there at Little Bay. Oh, it's great. A little community out there. Yep. They, on Sundays, they have a little one-man uh, one band playing a little bit of jazz. It's a great little environment out there. Yeah, Sunday sessions Sunday out there. afternoon. It's just a beautiful part of the world. You've got Little Bay and you've got the church and it's just a magic setting. But they are great pizzas, more importantly. And not only pizzas, but they've got some food in there. They do like uh, types, different types of curries and dumplings. So it's some delicacies in there prepared by their chefs. And Chaps knows all about it because he doesn't live far from there. And go- and George, George has said, go Cody and Trell and a shout it out. And there's a shout out to you, buddy. 
Good on oh, you. Shout, he said shut up. We don't know. Uh, about, he might have sent shout out. <laughs> shout out. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, and just in regards to the the pizza a week for a year, there are conditions. Yep. So you must uh, follow Side Pizza and Bunnies TV on Instagram or Facebook. It doesn't matter. Yep. Whether you got either or. And make sure you tag a couple of friends and yeah. you will go into the draw, which will be drawn on Friday yep. evening around 6.30. We'll do it live on our YouTube channel. We'll draw uh, the winner and you can start on Friday night by going to pick up a pizza from the Marira or Little Bay store. Who doesn't love pizza and who doesn't love free pizza? Brought to you by Site Pizza, proud supporters of us here on Bunnies TV. Um, yeah, so we'll, we'll be back, Brownie, for the – we'll do a recap – uh, after the game, on maybe I'm going to go to the game. So maybe Sunday or Monday we might get chaps back for that one. We'll see how we go. Yep. Little Bay, Brownie said, Little Bay, what a spot. That's correct, uh, mate. Chaps said that. Yeah, Bra- yeah, Chaps said that. Sorry. Yeah, Little Bay, what a spot. Yeah, you're 100% right. Yep. Chaps, right up the road from the Coast Golf Club. What a course that is. It's in pristine condition at the moment. Yeah, and we saw Dan from uh, Young Henry's out there. He's living out there too. He's loving the area. He's a member of the Coast. And, yeah, we, uh, we might have some news on... Um, a new beer from Young Henry's. That's the old minty jersey. So stay tuned for that one. We've kept you long enough. Thanks for everyone who's joined us. If you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, please leave a five-star review. If you're watching this later, leave a comment for us. Tell us what you think of our show and please support all our sponsors. And I'll just play this little recorded message and we'll see you next time. Bunnies TV is proudly brought to you by Daryl Lee. George's Cameras, Site Pizza, The Juniors Gripper Clubs, Dot Build Constructions, NG Farrah, Bunnaby Water, and Blast Pit.